understood. Any it, did anybody join us last Sunday? Did anybody see last Sunday's message um, entitled "I'm Standing"? I'm standing on God's word. So why ain't nothing happening? And I know that's incorrect <laughs> English. I know that's incorrect grammar. Um, but why ain't nothing happening? And so we shared a few things with you last Sunday. We told you it was going to probably be a series because we couldn't get everything in last Sunday. But um, we just want to just kind of like real briefly just go back. Um, and so, Father, we thank you right now for just using us, using these vessels to speak to your children, to speak to ourselves, God, um, and that we will take what we hear and we will be more than hearers, but doers of your word and understand what it is you're trying to say. And we ask you right now to just move David and Melissa out of the way. Um, they see these vessels, but God, we want them to hear your voice and we need to hear your voice um, as well. So we thank you right now, God, that you will guide us and lead us as we talk. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so you might want to get some, some paper and a pen or some pencil or something uh, to write on and write with. Because, you know, if, if we be honest, I just want to just say this real quick before I go over last week. Um, if we be honest, uh, just, just keeping it real, um, at some point, and, and if you agree with me, you know, give me some hearts, at some point, at some point in your faith walk, at some point in your walk with Christ, um, <clears throat> many among us, more among us than really uh, not have asked, we've asked ourselves this question, does prayer really work? Mm -hmm. um, is, is somebody listening? You know, is anybody listening? Does it make a difference when I pray? And can I truly or can prayer truly change my circumstances? And, you know, we have all been in that situation, in that place where we feel like we're praying to God for something, <clears throat> praying to God and praying to God. And it's like, God, are you even hearing me? Are, are you even with me, God? How many of you can relate? I mean, if, if you understand what I'm saying and you've been there, done that at some point in time in your faith walk, um, you know, just put up some hearts so we know we're talking to the right group of people this morning. You know, because what we want to share with you today and what we began to share with you last Sunday if you've been listening and if you took notes, I'm telling you, it is a blessing. It, it, it is a blessing when you hear what God is saying here. Um, and so, um, you know, you pray and it seems like, you know, you don't get an answer. Um, you know, the, the question begins to ring even louder, you know, in your mind. Is anybody listening? Does God even, does God even care? Um, and, and so we began last Sunday again to teach on that particular subject. I'm standing on God's word. Why ain't nothing happening? So what did we share last week? We shared last week. This, this might be why come you haven't heard anything yet. Um, the first thing we said was that, um, you know what? It might be because your motives are wrong. Hmm. It might be because your motives are wrong. But before we even began there, we established some truths about God. We said, God is not a liar. He's not a liar. So if he tells you in his word that he's going to do something, he's going to do his part. He's going to do his part. Okay. So if there's a meltdown somewhere, it's on your end. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, it's on your end because God is not a man that he should lie. So you got to ask yourself, okay, well, then what have I not done? What is it that's going on with me? Because it definitely is not God. The other thing we said was as a foundational truth is that the enemy is the one that's the liar here. And he's going to whisper things into your ear in order to convince you that God is the liar. He he's going to try to convince things in your ear to show you that there's something wrong, you know, definitely uh, with God and that God is not keeping his promise. OK, so we, are, we established that last week that the devil is the one that is the liar. Um, and then we looked at James four, one through three. And we said again that, you know what, um, you don't have what you want because, first of all, you didn't ask for it. Key. Have you asked for it? Have you even asked God for it? Okay. And then we said, if you've asked for it, then it might be because your motives are wrong. Mm -hmm. Your motives are all wrong. Okay. So you got to ask yourself that question. Then we said, okay, have you looked at the fine print? Have you looked at the fine print? Because the fine print will tell you what your part is. Mm -hmm. Pastor D talked about that, I think, too. It might have been at Bible app where he says, you know, you, you get these uh, things where you put stuff together and you put all the stuff together. You didn't even read the fine print on the paper. You didn't even read the instructions and you left with a piece and you don't know where it goes. Because <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't read the fine print, you know. So you got to read the fine print. Go back up to the top of whatever it is, whatever promise it is you're believing God for and see what your part is. And then see if you've done it. See if you're doing it. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and let's see. What was the other thing we said? Oh, man, we stayed on this one for a while. Was unforgiveness. Mm. Um, if you've got unforgiveness in your heart, that affects your fellowship with God. It doesn't affect your relationship because he's still your daddy. He's still your father. But it, it affects your fellowship. So if you have any unforgiveness in your heart, then you need to ask God to help you with that. You need to ask God to help you let that go and, and release that. All right. And then number three, we said you already have what you're asking God for, but it's hidden under your choices. Mm. Man, that was powerful. That's good. That was powerful. We, we, we gave you an illustration. So go back and look at last Sunday so that you can see that illustration. What you're praying to God for, for you already have. But your choices are smothering it. Mm. Your choices have covered it. So when you pull those bad choices away, then you'll find what you've been praying to God for. Man, that was a powerful that was illustration. Do okay. That, again. that was yeah, that was a power. Do it again. Yeah, do it again. Do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let everybody see it. Pastor D said, do it again. Yeah. All right. So then you got something you Okay. He's a blessing. Okay. All right. So let's just say you believe in God for a healing. A healing. We're gonna use Pastor D's hand as your body. This is you. Okay. You're the container. And the healing is already there. It's already in you because Jesus already paid the price. All right. And so you're like, okay, God, where's my healing? Well, it's hidden. Um, and I don't know if this is going to sit up here, but it's hidden up under your choice not to eat right. It's hidden up under your choice not to exercise. Um, and some, I'm sure some other choices that you make on top of that. All right. So whatever choices you made on top of your healing, does that mean your healing is not there? No, it's there. It's just hidden up under your choices. So when you start taking your bad choices off, all right, you're going to eat right. You're going to exercise and do what it is you're supposed to do. Well, whenever you do that, voila, your healing was there the whole time. Mm -hmm. It was just hidden under your bad choices. Okay, same thing with finances. Okay, we walking around here saying, you know what? I'm blessed. I, I'm, 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 uh, my, all my bills are paid. I'm out of debt. 
You know, all my needs are met. I have plenty more left in store to be a blessing. Y'all know the things we say. All right. So you're like, okay, well, God, why come I'm not out of debt yet? All right. Why am I still struggling? Okay. He's like, okay, it's up under your bad choices. Bad choices not to budget. Bad choices, you know, not to give when I tell you to give or ask you to mm -hmm. give. Because when you give, you get more back. He puts, you know, money in the in the hand of the sore, seed in the hand of the sore. All right, so he's not tithing. You know, what's some other things we do? Bad choices with money, you know. So he's saying, all right, take those bad choices away. Start budgeting. Get a job. You know, and, and and also make sure you're tithing and giving when I ask you to give. I mean, there it is. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like it's it's we we say it's not there or God is not listening to us, and He's like, no, it's already there. It's already there. I've already, it's already done there. it. I've already done it. Okay, you just got you got to do your part. Amen. And when you do your part, you will see that it's been there <laughs> the whole time. Okay, it's been there the whole time. All right, and so the other thing that we said um, was. Um, well, you know what? We talked about the turtle. That was the other thing we talked mm -hmm. about. That was a pretty good analogy. Um, we were talking about how we try to say God doesn't want us to have something. Or it's not in God's will for us to have it. Um, and what we were sharing with you was, is that you, a lot of times it's because you're just not ready for what it is that he has. It's already there for you too. You know, it's already there for you too. It's just you're not ready for it because you know, if you were to possess it, you're gonna mess it up yourself. Our favorite, our favorite saying is in God's timing. Mm, mm. In God's timing. Well, you know what? God's timing for us is right now. He wants us to be blessed now, not mm. tomorrow or mm. ten weeks later. Mm. Right now, mm -hmm. the timing part is on us. Mm. Yeah, we're not ready. Right. Because the vision that He gave me was the turtle. You know, going towards the finish line, and the finish line represented the end of your life, actually. And so the turtle was going really, really slow, you know, and trying to, you know, slowly so you can catch up. But a lot of times we don't catch up, and that's why you got a lot of people in the grave who went to the grave not being able to receive or benefit from all the blessings that God has for them because of the fact that they were not ready to possess mm -hmm. it. It's not that it wasn't there. It's not that God wasn't sitting there saying, okay, here's your blessing. No, you know, we, we actually had some issues in our own lives. So we couldn't catch up or didn't catch up to the blessing. And then, of course, we expired. You know, people mm -hmm. expire. So, again, you got a lot of people in the grave right now who had blessings. God was like, I really want to pour these. They're already there. I want you to possess them. But you're not possessing them because of you, not because of me, not because of God. Okay. All right. So that was what we shared. So if you want more detail, go ahead and go back to last Sunday's message and look at part one. All right. So today... Um, this is, I'm telling you today, I want y'all to hear us today because this right here is key. Um, if you've been praying to God, those of you who are just coming in, you've been praying to God, standing on his word, but you haven't seen, um, anything yet. You ha haven't seen the manifestation. We just shared some things with you from last Sunday. Well, this right here is key. I, I was praying to God for something one time and I shared with Pastor D. I was praying to God to something one time, just really diligently praying. And I'm telling you, if I've never heard God's voice before, I know I heard it that day. He said, why are you asking me to do something for you that I've already given you the ability right. and authority? Yes, for? yes. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Why are you asking me to do something for you that I've already given you 
the authority and the power mm -hmm. to do. My, my, my. Wow. So you got to ask yourself that question. Is what you're praying to God for something he's already given you the power and authority to do? So you're not waiting on him again. You're waiting on yourself to step into who you are. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who, who are you? Do you know who you are? Do you know the authority <clears throat> and the power that God has given you? Okay. So that's something that we have to also ask ourselves. All right. So that was, that's, that's the next one. All right. Now this one, we're going to stay on this one for a few minutes, y'all. Um, huh. And this is something we don't really want to admit probably a lot of times because we walk around and we say, I believe in God. I have faith. <laughs> but you know, one of the main reasons why we don't have what we're asking God for, even though we're, we're, we're doing lip service and we're praying is lack of faith, lack of faith, lack of faith. So we want to look at some things with you real quick, um, just to show you how powerful your lack of faith is mm -hmm. all right so let's go to um we're gonna take out to some scriptures this morning let's go to mark six chapter let's go to mark six chapter if you're there i'm telling you mark six six chapter we're gonna read from the living translation all right so mark six chapter i'm gonna i'm gonna read all of it okay so y'all not the whole chapter not the whole chapter all right so <laughs> jesus left that part of the country and returned with his disciples to Nazareth, which is his hometown. And the next Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue and many who heard him were amazed. So they're amazed at how well this man is speaking. And they asked, where did he get all this wisdom? Where did he get all this wisdom and power to perform such miracles? So if you notice, Jesus spoke wisdom, but he also showed power. And that's one of the things we got to understand as Christians, you know, when we're walking around here as kingdom citizens, when we're speaking to people and we're sharing the gospel with people, we got to couple that with power because the power is in us to do the same thing Jesus did while he was here. We've been teaching on that in Bible app. Jesus said, you will do even greater. You'll do what I did and even greater. Okay. And so Jesus actually was speaking wisdom, but he was also performing miracles. He was also allowing the Holy Spirit to work through him and people were getting healed and then this is what happened then they scoffed oh he's just a carpenter he's just a carpenter the son of mary and the brother of james joseph and judas and simon and his sisters live right here among us they were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. Now, this is what I want y'all to understand here. If you believe in God for something, then Jesus told them a prophet is honored everywhere else, except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family. And because, and because of their unbelief mm -hmm. and because of their lack of faith, he couldn't, man, mm -hmm. Listen, I don't know if y'all I don't know if y'all get this or not, but the word couldn't and connected with Jesus <clears throat> is because of our decision not to believe. Yes. I don't think I don't think we grasp that. That we tie God's hands. Mm -hmm. And look, you know what a good way to check your faith walk is simply by listening to what's coming out of your mouth. If you're believing God for something, 
but the words that are coming out of your mouth mouth go against that mm. shows that you're doubting. Exactly right. It shows that you're tying God's hand. Exactly right. So that's the way you check your faith mm -hmm. is listen to what's coming out of your mouth. Yeah, and the issue with your arm. Yes, exactly. You want to uh, yes, um, I was having some issues with my shoulder and I was saying, Lord, I'm healed. Just speaking to the situation. But I realized a week later, I was still in pain and I thought about what was coming out of my mouth. Everything that came out of my mouth was going against what I was believing God to do for me. And as soon as I changed my speech, my shoulder began to heal up. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, yeah. I quit tying his hands. Mm -hmm. I quit going against what I was asking for. Mm -hmm. And you know, we all do that. I mean, mm -hmm. we all, all do that, you know? Um, and, and so when you look at this scripture, I, like I said, I don't think a lot of times, um, you know, when we look at that, because we say there's nothing too hard for God, mm -hmm. you know? There's nothing too hard mm -hmm. for God. I can do all that. But when you read that, what made it impossible? I don't believe <laughs> What made it impossible? Mm -hmm. yeah. What made it impossible for God? Because God was Jesus here in the flesh. What made it impossible for God to heal? Our, our, our faith currency was faith. <laughs> Counterfeit. <laughs> Counterfeit faith. Counterfeit faith. Oh, man. But I mean, I don't, like I said, I, I'm, I'm staying there for a minute because I think people just don't really see the power in a choice. Mm -hmm. Power in God has given all of us freedom of choice okay he doesn't want little puppets he wants us to believe in him mm -hmm. because we choose to believe in him so what you find in that passage of scripture right there is enough to totally blow your mind that our decision well their decision but the same thing applicable to us our decision not to believe makes it impossible mm. for wow. god wow wow man that right there i mean mm. that that's mm -hmm. mind-blowing yes because God is omniscient. <laughs> mm -hmm. He is all powerful. He knows everything. He is Alpha, Omega, beginning and the end. We know all, all of who he is. But this verse right here says, we made it impossible. Mm -hmm. it, it, really, <laughs> it really is a shame Gosh. that we know so much about Jesus, mm. yet we don't put him to work mm. because of our unbelief. Mm. And it wasn't that he didn't want to heal them. Exactly. He, he was he was actually healing folk. Mm -hmm. He was actually healing people right there. And then you he, 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 he the, the whole thing stops when it says <laughs> they're unbelief. Mm -hmm. They're unbelief. So you gotta check your faith. You gotta check your faith and ask yourself, do I truly believe? Do I truly believe in what I'm asking God for? All right. Let, let's look at um let's look at Hebrews. 11 1 all right because we we gotta we gotta establish this here I, I was sitting there thinking about if we could actually see our faith in the physical the majority you know what yes the majority of people's faith would be out of shape and have a pot belly oh wow because he's not doing any work wow <laughs> Wow, that's so a good analogy. We got we got to put our faith to work mm. and slim him down. Mm, that's a good analogy. That's, Amen. <laughs> that's a good analogy. That's a good analogy. Um, so so let's look at Hebrews eleven one. Um, now faith um, is the substance mm. of things hoped for. It's the evidence 
of things not seen. So we read that all the time. Mm -hmm. We read that all the time. Yeah. But do we really understand what that means? Nope. Do we really understand? Faith is the substance. Faith is that thing that you got to have mm -hmm. in order to see that which you can't see. Mm, okay? Come on. So, so I might not be able to see it right now, but my faith says it's there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so faith says it's there, even though I don't see it. And because your faith is in operation, you walk like it, talk like it, mm -hmm. act like it, move like it's there. Exactly. Okay. So <clears throat> again, check your faith, check your faith. Do you really believe that God can do what you're asking him. Mm -hmm. Can you do you really believe that? All right, so when you go down to um 11:6, we're still in Hebrews 11:6. All right. And it is impossible. It's impossible to please God. You can do you can do whatever you want to do, bring your money to him, whatever. That ain't that's not going to move God. <laughs> that is not going to move God. It is impossible the scripture says to please God without what faith you can't please him. Mm. See, we at the harvest, we teach them that in the, in the kingdom, cause we are part of the kingdom of God. Okay. We left the world system. We're still here in the world, but we're not operating in that system. We're operating in the kingdom system. Mm -hmm. So what makes the kingdom operate in the world? You use your money. Okay. That's what makes things operate over there. But in the kingdom, what makes your faith or makes things work in the kingdom is your faith. And we call it faith currency. Faith your, currency. your currency in the kingdom is your faith. If you want to move God, if you want to move things in the kingdom, then you got to bring faith. Mm -hmm. That is the currency in the kingdom. It's not money. It's faith. Okay. So we got to make sure we're working on our faith. So let's look at another one. Luke 7. Luke 7. Cause I'm gonna show you some more, real quick. We gotta we gotta establish some some foundational truths here. Luke seven. All right, this right here, I'm gonna just show y'all <laughs> how important it is that we make sure our faith is where it needs to be, because Jesus actually refers to this Roman officer. He says something, and it should make you want to go back and look at why Jesus said it. He said to this Roman officer, he says, I tell you, I haven't seen faith like yours in all of Israel. Hmm. So what in the world did this man do? Wow. What in the world did this man do for Jesus to say to him, your faith is greater than anybody's I have ever even seen. Hmm. I, I haven't seen anybody's faith like yours. So let's go back and see why Jesus said that. All right. So listen, when Jesus had finished saying all this to the people, he returned to Capernaum. At that time, the highly valued slave of a Roman officer, okay, was sick and he was almost dead, near death. When the officer heard about Jesus, he sent some respected Jewish elders to ask him to come and heal his slave. So they earnestly begged Jesus to help the man. If anyone deserves your help, he does, they said, for he loves the Jewish people and even built a synagogue for us. So Jesus went with them. Check this out. But just before, just before they arrived at the house, the officer sent some friends to say, Jesus, don't trouble yourself. 
Don't trouble yourself by coming to my home, for I am not worthy of such an honor. I am not even worthy to come and meet you. But this is what I want you to do, Jesus. I just want you to just say, mm. Lord, have mm -hmm. mercy. Mm -hmm. Jesus, just say. Just say the word. Good gracious select. Mm. You ain't got to come to my house. You don't have to come. Just say the word from where you are and send it. Lord, have mercy. Y'all need to hear us this morning. Y'all need to hear us this morning. He said, just say the word from where you are and my servant will be healed. My, my, my. That's faith. That's faith. You, Lord have mercy, Jesus. Look, you say you ain't got to come touch him. You don't have to show your mm. presence. You don't have to show your face. Mm. Just take your word and send Save it my it. way. Mm, mm, mm. My gosh. Mm. That's good. Lord have mercy. And 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 whoo, when he said that, then that's when Jesus said, mm, man, that's some faith right there. That's some faith right there. I haven't seen faith like that nowhere in Israel. So again, do you trust and believe that God can do what you're asking him to do? What it is that you're standing on, all right? Galatians 2.16 lets us know that you can't even be justified. You can't even be justified by the law of works. It takes faith, meaning justified is just a fancy way for saying just as if I haven't sinned, okay? So he's saying in order for you to even be justified, it's going to take faith. And your money can't do it. You know, your education can't do it. It's got to be faith. But how do you get more faith? That's the question. If your faith right now is not where you think it should be or where you know it should be, how do you get more? If we told you that's the currency, man, I want my pockets running over. What about you, Dusty? <laughs> <mean> <laughs> is running over with this currency called faith if that's what gets the kingdom moving if that's what impresses god because it says it's impossible to please him without it mm -hmm. so that means you gotta have some of it and you gotta have it in abundance okay so how do you get more faith how do you increase it all right let's look at romans 10 romans 10 17 Tells you plain as day. See, God's word is not hard. We make God's word so complicated. And, you know, we, 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 we run around here, you know, chasing our tail like a dog, you know, sometimes. And the answer is sitting right there in mm -hmm. front of us. Okay. So he says in Romans 10, 17, <clears throat> faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Plain and simple. You want more faith? Eat more of the word. You want more faith in a particular area? Find scriptures in the Bible on that subject and eat them every day. Read them every day. Read them when you get up in the morning. Read them for lunch. <laughs> Read them before you go to bed at night until your mind is renewed. Once your mind is renewed, then you will see transformation in your life. That's why he says, be not conformed to the world system. Amen. Be not conformed to the world system because you're not a part of the world anymore. You're not there anymore. When you're born again, you're moved from the world into the kingdom. So he says, be not conformed to the world, but be transformed. How? By renewing your mind. This new <coughs> mind 
this new renewal of mind is what you use in the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. So you can't take the world's mindset and bring it over here to the kingdom because it doesn't work that way. It doesn't operate that way. Yes, listen, the, the, the world's way gives you the ability to survive. Mm. God's way in his word Ooh, gives you the ability to live. Mm. Yeah, see, Big difference. because if you're over there in the world, you're just existing. You're existing. Man, yes. but when you're in the kingdom, you're living. You're living. Wow, Amen. wow, wow, wow. Mm -hmm. You're living. You're living. So how many of you want to live and stop just existing? Come, Come on, on, I see some hearts. Come on. I need to see some hearts. If you're tired of just existing, but you want to live, you want to enjoy life, you want to get up every mm -hmm. day excited about life, yes. you want to get up every day, you know, just ready for whatever it is that God has for you that day. Mm -hmm. You're excited about life. You're excited about living. All right. If I'm talking to you, I'm telling you, put some hearts up because that is what our father died for us to have. He died for us to live. Amen. And more abundantly is mm -hmm. what he said. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you're just existing and you're dreading it every morning, you're dreading getting up, you're dreading going to work, you're dreading the relationships you're in, mm -hmm. you're dreading, dreading, dreading. That's not the life that God died for you to have. Amen. He died for you to live. Okay. All right. Um, and so, listen, I'm going to give you one more and then we're going to stop. Um, Acts 3.16. Just going to show you another, another, another situation where faith was key. All right. Acts 3.16. Yes. Going to keep those hearts coming up. I'm telling you. <laughs> I hear you. Because that's a decision that Pastor Dan and I made. We're, we, you know, got to a place because we realized we were doing that. We were just existing. Mm -hmm. We were just existing. Okay, we're getting up every day doing, you know, the same routine every day, just mm -hmm. existing. But we realize, listen, we want to live. We want to live and enjoy what the Father died for us to have. All right, so we're looking at Acts 3, right? Isn't that what I said? All right, Acts 3. Let's go to um, the 16th verse. Acts 3, 16th verse. Peter's doing a whole lot of healing in this particular chapter. <coughs> We're going to go down to the 16th verse to show you how he was able to do it, you know, uh, because it wasn't Peter. It, it wasn't Peter. It was the it was Jesus in Peter, the Holy Spirit, the power inside of Peter. But this is what he said to onlookers who saw somebody be healed. Verse 16, he says, through what? Faith. Mm -hmm. Through faith in the name of Jesus this man was healed. So this man's prayers were answered as a result of his faith. All right. So you got to ask yourself again, is your unanswered prayer due to the fact that your faith needs to be increased? Your faith needs to be improved. It needs to be the size of a mustard seed. And that's not that much. Not much. It's not that much. Okay. So he says, this man was healed and you know how crippled he was before. So it says, faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your very eyes. So again, check your faith. Check your faith. Check your faith. I'm telling you, I'm checking mine. I'm asking the Holy Spirit, our coach, show me. Because we can say all day long, we got this kind of faith. You know, mm -hmm. we, we got grade A faith. You know, <clears throat> when, lip service. Uh, lip service, right. When actually our faith is not where it needs to be. And we've mm -hmm. got to increase it. By staying in God's word, reading scriptures on faith, reading scriptures showing you where Jesus was able to heal, where healings took place, and it was as a result of faith. So that your faith 
can be increased and move you to the next level. Because I'm telling you, 2021, 2021, I believe that our faith needs to be, well, not just 2021, faith in general. But I believe 2021, I'm telling you, your faith is going to be taken to a whole nother level. A whole nother level. Okay, so I'm going to say use this month, December, to prepare so that you can begin to read and increase your faith. Because God is going to move mightily. I believe he is in 2021. All right. So I, I'm excited about this. we got some more we're going to share um, maybe next uh, Sunday because there are several other things that we need to share with you that maybe that's the reason why your prayers have not been being answered. So go back, listen to last Sunday, listen to this Sunday and be honest with yourself and, and ask the Holy Spirit to show you you. Check off the ones that you know you need some, you know, um, some work on, you know, because Pastor D and I have been doing the same thing. You know, where do I need work? Why is this prayer not answered? What is it that I'm not doing? Because we just, we established it's not God. It's not him because he's not a liar. Okay. So it's got to be something on your end. All right. On our end. Let me just say it that way. On our mm -hmm. end. Right. All right. So if you're in here today and you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you don't <laughs> know him. That's the first step. That's the first step in order to put your faith in action is to believe in him. Believe that he came to the earth, died on the cross, was buried, and rose on the third day. You have to believe that he is who the Bible says he is. And when you do, you confess him. It's just simple as saying, Lord, I believe. And if you want to confess this with me as I'm saying it, if you don't have a relationship with him, I'm not talking about a religion. I'm talking about a relationship. Father, I believe in Jesus Christ. And I receive him as my Lord. Send me to, guide me to, show me a church that I can become a part of where you can grow me, renew my mind, and use me to go out and bring somebody else back in and do the same. Thank you, Lord. And give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, if you just said that prayer and I just was talking to you, send us a message on Messenger. So that we can actually send you prayers, you know, even pray for you if necessary, whatever it is that you need. Um, Bible, maybe you need a Bible, but just reach out to us, reach out to us so that we can connect. All right. We would love to do that. You can visit our website, rcc12.org, um, or just, you know, hit us up on Facebook and Messenger. All right. So much love to you guys. Again, we will not have Bible out this coming Wednesday. We pray that you have a blessed holiday. Please be safe. Uh, you know, on the roads, be safe in your homes with COVID running around. We definitely want to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do on our part. Um, and um, also, don't forget, join us New Year's Eve night. I'm telling you, we're going to bring the, the New Year's in. It's going to be amazing. All right. So much love to y'all. Share, share, share the video. All right. Amen. Much love.